Here we go. We ready? are ready. All right. As ready as I'll ever be. Jesus. All right, here we go. <laughs> Good start. All right, here we go. Three, two. Cheers. Cheers. Happy 2024. Happy 2024. And um, sorry we ghosted you guys. That's really sorry what's for partying, rigorous. but we were at partying. We were partying, guys. Um, yeah, we obviously missed last week, but I um, will tell everyone, one, welcome to No Punts Allowed with Paige and Kramer. A little bit more congested yeah. than usual for the both of us. We have both been very sick. Yes. Um, and unable to record the pod. My washing machine is going off and saying that my clothes are clean. So we've just got background noise. We've got all the things. Yeah, we got um pretty normal. Yeah, it's been kind of a hectic week for the both of us. Uh started off with you being like, Hey buddy, I don't feel good. Then a couple days later I'm like, Hey buddy, I have no voice. So we've really just been um going through it and um we obviously worked through it which is wild um because there's a lot of football to talk about but first and foremost we are back we are back and and i feel uh i I feel let's see i look better than i feel i think uh people on youtube will be like fuck that no i look better than i feel i've got municipal going i also have to say this now in my sickness where i was starting to unravel and feel really crappy I had my municipal shoes on. I cannot tell you the number of compliments I've gotten about my new uh, municipal, municipal shoes. shoes. I'm actually terrified to wear them because I don't want to screw them up. So, yeah. um, yes, there's a lot. It's been a very municipal heavy uh, last couple of weeks, a lot of loungewear. Yeah, same. Um, but uh, obviously, municipal.com. Uh, go check it out. No punch 20, 20% off your first order. We are... We are even if we're not a hundred percent still decked out in municipal gear, which I'm I'm very very happy. Yes, we I um those shirts that are my favorite they sent me a couple and those have been my go to shirts for the last couple of probably like the last week. It's um, yeah, it's been rough. By the way, it has this is about the um mine kicked in on Christmas Day hard, really hard to the right. point where I just vanished and went to my bed and um. And it's not relinquished. So watching bowl games, I love this time of year too. So I am, we've made it work. I've made it work, but it's not been on my terms, which I don't love. I feel like I'm being deprived one of the greatest times of our our calendar. Um, Yeah. We have a lot to talk about, by the way. So even though we're playing hurt, buddy, holy shit. Um, We got two good semis. We got two, two good semis. We never get two good semis. I uh I'm very very excited about that. So which which game where do you which game you want to talk about first? What's your what's let's, your biggest takeaway? Let's start with the elephant in the room um that Michigan beat Alabama. Um what a first of all what a great game. What a great game. Um it, it's strange because I think I, we did this because we were writing on on the game. Yep. I thought that Alabama was going to win that game. Um, obviously, Michigan proved otherwise and proved pretty clutch, especially um, in situations they really haven't been forced into this season. Yeah. Um, and that was incredibly impressive. Obviously, there is the zoo of a media frenzy around all the external stuff, but the football at its core 
was amazing. That was why the committee put Alabama in. Yeah. That was, you know, I know there was a lot of talk over the um, Georgia FSU game, even though, that, guys, that was not the FSU team you would have seen that they were in the playoff. Um, that was wild. We will talk about that. that. I think it was better. It was uh, easier to say, like, hey, this Alabama-Michigan game is the reason that Alabama was put in and that, that that was the right call to put this team in because this game was so amazing, despite the fact that they lost. I, um, Yeah, it was a weird game. Weird pacing. You had stretches where neither team looked like they could do much. You had Noro yeah. running for his life as first. You had J.J. McCarthy. You had a long kind of UG series, a series of series, I guess. But then... Made some plays. Made some really good plays. Michigan D-line played outstanding. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Harbaugh is so bad at the postgame, by the way. I, I I can't... He doesn't answer any of the he, questions. It's he, so it's horrible. It's so it, horrible. It, it, he is... It, it, like, he, he just is doing everything in his power to not answer these questions. And it's, mm -hmm. it's painful to watch, quite honestly. Yeah. It really is. It's... It's it's so like I I have to like mute my TV at this point because you know what yeah. he's gonna do. He's just like gonna say something completely uh, uh, unrelated to what's being asked and then just disappear into the back. Yeah, it um it's actually re really frustrating to watch. I've as I've said this on this podcast before because I there's been interviews where he's like run away or doesn't answer or is kind of rude to sideline reporters. And that's like a known thing that he's that he doesn't like it and he's not going to answer really any questions. But it just frustrates me that like those sideline reporters take the time to really like try to make it worth his while being there. And he still continues to be kind of off the wall. And I think he also has just refused. I don't know if you saw the sit down with was it Marty Smith that did the Michigan one? I did not see I can't it. Remember? Yeah, I did. not. Okay, see so it. he did a sit down and they asked about the stuff going on and he did the exact same thing the exact same thing where it was like this is supposed to be like answer the question he's like oh for legal purposes you know i can't he didn't say for legal purposes he's like for purposes outside of my control i'm not able to comment on that and i will say and then like diverts it to something that's like completely irrelevant to the conversation instead of just saying we recognize that there's an issue here there's obviously a conversation we're handling it moving on um, like it just instead of being like I can't answer that he comes up with an answer that's not an answer it's that, just really well obnoxious not only that but just to quickly like sidetrack and then we'll get to the other game we'll obviously talk about these two teams a bit too he hired like Tom Brady's agent in all this Dye, yeah. right like he hired like Sean Payton's agent too correct like this is an NFL powerhouse agent yeah. This is happening, the, right? Despite like, the rumors, despite the rumors swirling that he's going to the NFL, someone and also when someone asked him at, after the game, he's like, "This is just a perfect example of Jim Harbaugh. This is Har Jim Harbaugh in a nutshell." The reporter said, "You know, we have to ask you about your future." And he's like, "I'm just looking forward to the really exciting flight home." Like yeah, it, I, it's not. I, I just. Look, I, I I want him to go to the NFL so bad. I think I'm I just done. want him to go. I'm willing it. I'm I, willing it because I just need it I, to go because this is just. I think I'm done. Much. I've supported this man for a while. Uh, you know this. I pick, yes. I picked them to win the national championship. I'm I'm not going to stray away from that. Um, Do you even bet but, on that, by the way? Not yet, but we 
Oh, a uh, futures bet? Yes. I'm sorry. I thought you meant title game. Okay. We were... I have a future on Washington that I put in when we were sitting in New York right before the show. What did you get them at? You live. got them good, right? Like Plus 700. That's nice. So I, yeah, well, but I, but I think funny. I'm, I think I'm done with Harbaugh. Yeah, and and I respect he's incredible at a, as a coach, but but if he wins this, regardless, and and we'll talk about it, like this is it. I think like mm-hmm. this is we've said this is it for a long time. I've said this yeah. is it before the season start. This yeah, like all sides are pointing to this being it. He absolutely, and I think the big thing is. He should go. This is the perfect opportunity. Win or lose that national championship game, you have nothing left to prove, really. Even if you don't win the national championship, I still think he's proved what he needed to prove. Beat Ohio State, won a playoff semi. Obviously, it was 0-2 before this. Like, yeah. It, you know what? It is what it is. Thing. And Yeah, he did. And also, the other part of this for Michigan, if you're Michigan, you want him to leave. Like, at this point, you are you have the coordinators. You know who your, nec- your next, next head coach, coach is going to be. coach is right there. You, it, yeah, you it's, don't it's need clean. to worry about what's next. It's a clean move on. Here we go. Um, and I think that's why it works so well is because they've seen that they can have success without him yeah. being around Jake in there. Moore and yes, the guy. Like head it's, coach. E- it's easy. Like yes. If it's yes. easy, the It guy. just makes it so easy. And you know that also if Harbaugh is not there, the NCAA is not going to be as – harsh because they've already served some of these bands and like they've kind of protected themselves they're kind of in a very good spot if he does leave and it sounds like he's going to because of the fact that like he's hired this agent yeah obviously he's not going to say anything um especially not after the national championship i know this was a conversation work-wise just behind the, the curtain like what do we do if harbaugh says he's leaving after this and i'm like there's no way that he is going to say after winning a national championship or losing a national championship that he is leaving. We will have a day or two before that news comes well, it's out. Also, before we get the report. So so you think about the timing, it's very interesting. So Black Monday is next Monday for the NFL, yes. which is always a terrible day, by the way, where you have jobs that you have some jobs that are open up already, right? Like Los Angeles yeah. Chargers job, which I could whatever it's gonna be. There will be jobs. So the timing is very interesting though, because Historically, we've had to wait. Like Michigan season is done, the Harbaugh stuff kicks in. Um, you, you probably don't have to wait this year, right? Like you, very long, a couple of days. It'll like be next said. week. Yeah, like Michigan wants to figure it out. Harbaugh wants to figure it out. These NFL teams are going to start the interviewing process, and probably some, some probably have. So, I I think that this is just it. And either way. Either way, and I think it will be a success if uh, sign stealing be damned. If you're Michigan, like you are, you're a reputable program again, at least in terms of performance on the field and wins and all that shit. You beat Ohio State three times. Mm-hmm. If you're Harbaugh, you did the thing, whether you win or not. Like you, you have, and yeah, I guess that's a natural transition to try to do the thing against Washington. So okay, we have Washington! been. We have been so high on this Washington team all year. And for those people that made fun of me for ranking them number one when we did a midseason top 10, joke's on you, buddy. Joke is on you. Now, I first have to talk about the nature of the end of this game. Okay, I want to talk about Michael Maddox. (laughs) Um, Because he's amazing. But the bat shittery revolving around Um, the end of this game Frankly, Texas probably should have won. Steve Sarkeesian, the greatest scripter in football, 
forgot how to script plays. And Quinn Ewers kind of lost his mind, which is probably not something you should say out of the guy that was being evaluated for concussion. But like it, it was they had they had four plays. Well, things are going well. We're sick. Cough medicine, whatever. Um, you had like four plays like that you think they would have scored. Now getting to that play, you had Washington cannot run clock. Uh, they need to think about this. Like, yeah. And so rather than take knees, they're running a running back who has been injured for months and gets hurt and now has to stop the clock. Now, that's a very bad rule, and it will change. If you yeah. are trying to run clock and your player gets hurt, just like you give teams the ability to, like, do you want the 10-second runoff or no, yeah. Texas can d- decline it, right? That, yes. that has to change. That's a bad rule, and it will change. But what are you doing Washington, Bucky. what are you doing? I was so worried that that's how the Pac-12 was going to go out. I was unwell. Like, you, the the end of both of those games led me to just be severely unwell. Like, I wear a heart monitor, and I'm in, or, a, like, something that checks yeah. my heart, by the way. Um, like, a, or a ring. I should just clarify that we're not wearing heart, actual heart monitors here. Um, something that can check my heart rate. How about that? That's great. Heart rate I monitor. just whatever, however you just described it was, blah. that's like no puns perfection right there, like turning uh, just completely random thought into a three paragraphs a, uh, like just couldn't just blah. couldn't condense it. Yeah, couldn't condense it. So um, I and I checked at both times. So I checked right after the Alabama game because that OT after timeout after timeout after timeout waiting for that last play. Which by the way, oh my god, what were we doing? Um, I. Then checked it again right after the Washington, um, like final minutes, and I was like both times just spiked. And what's so funny about that is like I didn't actually have a stake in either of those games no. really. Like I obviously wanted Alabama to win, and I did. thought Alabama was going to win. And I obviously was rooting for Washington to win, but it still just spiked regardless because I was like, I, this is just such so, such intense college football playoff. Like this is like one play or 30 seconds to decide going to a national championship or not. Like, I mean, it gave me like water or um, Ohio state last year, just like that, the defeat, like if for Washington would have been so bad. Um, so yeah, I'm glad it came out the way that it did, but what, what great semifinal games that saved bowl season. We have to acknowledge the fact that bowl season was a little awful because of the state of college football right now. Yeah. I also just don't want to harp on that because again, it's gonna it's gonna change you guys. Like I listening to people get upset about how bad bowl games are and how the transfer portals ruined everything and blah blah blah. I'm like, you guys, next year is gonna be so different. You're not gonna have as many opt outs. The transfer portal stuff's gonna change. They're gonna have to change the timelines because they can't have people playing in semifinals and then having rosters changing and people trying to do roster management. They're going to fix it. Early signing, all of it. They're going to fix it. I, so we're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. I I agree with you. I do think the sport has a mess on its hands, though. And I think that the transfer portal in general is just like, and I have no issues with people transferring. I'm always just trying to bet on these games, trying to watch these games, trying to write about these games. I'll look at it just selfishly, what, what we yeah. do. like. To enjoy these games, to cover these games, we look we we look and study this stuff a lot. And there are certain bowl games that are moving, you know, 
points, like just like fucking like wait, what happened? Who's not playing? Oh, Frank Harris is hurt. Like there were so many times where I missed out on good value or I I screwed it up. Like it's it was really, really it, it's it's difficult. It, it, a lot. It's a lot. So um and I don't I don't think it's like the trade the timing of the transfer portal is the big one. Um, oh yeah. That is that's that a would solve a needs- lot of those problems. You're still gonna have opt outs, you're still gonna have that. I mean, that stuff's not gonna go away, but when you do the twelve team playoff, like how yeah. much and I, I wanna give Washington and Michigan the appropriate shine, and we will, we'll preview the game. But how much fun is a twelve teamer gonna be? Like I'm so excited. I watching the and like you can't look at the results of this year and think that that it would be the same because like obviously there's opt-outs and things like that but like seeing Bo Nix play like shout out to Bo Nix by the way for playing in his bowl game yeah um fun fun you, great way to go yeah, out you get to watch that like I mean Ole Miss an entertaining game like you just there's a lot of pieces of it and a lot of teams that are getting so much better even next year like we saw what Florida State did with the transfer portal I think Ole Miss is going to be so good I, next year I'm kind of there too I I, I it is State. going to be incredible yes I genuinely believe that, like, the transfer portal is going to make teams so, so good. The level of competition in that 12-teamer is going to be insanity. I think we're going to get something similar with, like, you know, one losses and and, um, got people with no losses, like undefeated teams. Again, we can't even just find the word undefeated. Sorry. Speak for yourself, but yeah. Um, Um, Me, I'm very clean this episode. I, no, yeah, I, I'm proud of you. I'm you with you. I Ole Miss, but Ole no, Miss I just think is... Ole Miss is gonna be so good. I think next year with 12 teams, you're gonna have realignment that makes you know teams like Michigan play better teams during the year. Um, it is it's going to be so good. I I just cannot wait. I think you see the pieces like sort of falling into place. And to your point earlier, like it is a complete cluster. You know what? Right now, like it, the sport itself is just a mess. But, but this mess is going to lead to something very but beautiful. But the viewership, you, guys. you look cool. at the. I'm not going to be ratings guy, but look you at are, the. But here we go. We love being. Oh, let's just clear the air. We love being ratings people. Oh no, we, we totally numbers do. don't lie. Like ball don't lie. Numbers don't lie. It, it is. By the that, way, the numbers of the semifinals and the Alabama Michigan game, specifically the Rose Bowl. Wow. I love it. Wow. That it, all of this is in the context of like, let's exclude the NFL, <laughs> and if you do that. College football is like a monster. It's it is NFL light. It's NFL junior. So I, I think for all the I sports, like the NFL, light. NFL light. Um, by the way, college football fans would be upset with that. Like not me. Like NFL is light right now. It's the greatest monster mo- moving. College football is there for all of its imperfections. And people say, ah, oh, this sucks. This sucks. This is and and yeah, there's some truth to it. It's fine. College football yes. is fine. The demise that we've been talking about. Is it perfect? No. There there are after going through it, you're absolutely right. Like this sport, like Kevin has talked about it. Everybody's kind of actively saying, like, this is kind of fucked up. And it is. It still is great. And these bowl games, even for as fucked up as they are, I still want to watch them. I still want to on them. Horrible. I mean Um Yeah. I will say though, we do need to give credit where credit is due to the marketing team of pop tarts yeah, so it, it was pretty amazing that i it transcended college football 
it was a pop culture moment. People that I know that don't watch football knew about the Pop-Tart mascot and the Pop-Tart bowl. That really, it just, that is college football at its finest where like even in the crappiest of crappy bowl games and bowl seasons that we've had, a Pop-Tart and a edible mascot were the talk of the town and it was amazing it was so good and such great content and also i love that like we we as college football fans like don't blink an eye at this kind of stuff it doesn't even pay because us. it's just so it's so ingrained in the spirit of college football but it, that stuff is starting to get better and better shout out to the cheese it though too even though didn't do it justice in the citrus bowl but still uh, you want to talk about the citrus bowl right can you do Again. No, I, no other bowl games happened. Iowa didn't play, by the way. Um, what a... Oh, you know who did play, though? Who? The Arizona Wildcats. That was fun. That the was fun. The Big 12, by the way. Oh, it's going to be Banana so Land. Scared. It's going to be Banana Land. be so scared. We have so many people coming back. I literally can't even begin to tell you how excited I am about I, uh, next year for Arizona football. I, um... We're going to have time to lead into all this because, like, the reality of next year is starting to take shape with, like, the playoff and realignment. Yes. And, like, the Big 12 is, like, I don't know, your drunk uncle's favorite conference because it's just you don't know who's going to be playing in it. You're like, wait, that team's there? You're going to be doing that in, like, October, right? Like, with Cincinnati moved, I had an adjustment. The Big 12 is is going to be insane. So, um. No, I, I I can't wait. Now, before we talk um, championship, let's do a little right. housekeeping. There's not many things. Um, I did want to talk about what J.J. McCarthy said. Um, I think this was, where was this? Pat McAfee show, which is the, the beacon of all news right now. Um, don't want to talk about my quarterback, by the way. So J.J. McCarthy basically said, and I quote, that Michigan players did things the right way. Now, that's the the quote that's interesting. But here's the part that really caught me. You and I were talking pre-show. So, Carthy on Wednesday also alleged rather Ohio State was legally stealing their signs. In 2019 or 2020, the Wolverines had to adapt. Here's this quote. They were doing it in a legal way. We had to get up to the level they were at and make it an even playing field. It sucks because we do work yeah. our butts off. We do watch so much film and look for the little tendencies been like 10 to 15 minutes on one clip alone just looking for all the little details of the posture of the linebackers or the dm little stuff like that where it's like okay i didn't realize this quote was going to be i'm not this is not me by the way this is jj mccarthy for people that listen to this like there goes adam again uh okay you can say it's all side stealing but you know there's a lot more that goes into that play so yo yo like again i am team michigan i actually like jj mccarthy um, mm-hmm. Not as much as the random scouts do, but what are we doing here? Like, what are we? What are we doing? Like, yeah, no, um, for legal purposes, that's, buddy, that's not good. Like, that is basically basically an admission of guilt in the court of law. That is no punts allowed. That is an admission of guilt uh, to you guys side stealing and doing 
you know, you may do it the right way and you may be trying and not really understand the rules of the NCAA as a player and you're saying that you're, you know, taking the the time to work really hard, which I don't discredit they're doing. Um, because again, you could have someone signs, but you do have to execute. But that is not a good look if you're Michigan and if you're Michigan's SID, you're not thrilled um with that I, statement necessarily. I know I know what he was getting at. I, and it I was just too. like look well but also like you should never I know it's a rivalry, but like you should never Way to go by the way. Throw that out to Ohio State. Thank you. Thank you so much that I didn't say why will we? Um, Every time I hear the word, I have to like my programming goes a little <laughs> weird because it's just um, that's the word. Why will we? Exactly. Um, but no, I just I you should not bring Ohio State into it. That was a bad idea. And then yeah. the second part is like saying that like we had to adjust, basically being like we did have to adjust and we did have some sort of like more than just the normal tape stuff going on that the normal film like that was the part that i'm like oh that's so not good that's a bad look it's it's not a great look the other thing i want to talk about is nick saban and the every year we're going to do this thing where we openly question like is that was this the last year for Mm -hmm. nick saban you and i have talked about this god knows how many times of his retirement which makes us both sad um and he was at uh, Miss Terry was asked about this after the game, uh, which is funny. And she's like, "Oh, we're not going to talk to him now." And then, and then you see recruits who are like, "Oh no, he's he he ain't retired." So he's getting older. Mm-hmm. He's getting he's getting older. He still looks good. He still looks engaged. As long as he's healthy, we think he's going to keep going. We hope he's going to keep going. But the questions are getting a little bit more steam. I feel like naturally as he's getting up there in age. And I'm curious as a resident Alabama scribe. Homer. Yeah. Yeah. Where you were hearing this, like what are you thinking about when these things start to surface? Well, for starters, I think the reason they're gaining more steam is because this is the first time that he's had three consecutive years without a national championships at his, in his tenure. Which is crazy by the way. Alabama. And like, that's, that's, hard when something like a dynasty you start to say okay this is a tangible thing to say the dynasty is on the downward spiral here um age obviously factors into it i think we are legitimately going to see coach saban coach until there's something that really makes him not available to coach whether it be just health wise family wise whatever but he I, the other part that is like so surprising to me that is going to be really sad when he is gone is just how well he adapts despite being like he stays who he is but he adapts and yeah. like just the the thoughtfulness in his conversation I don't know if you had a chance to listen to him on Pat McAfee this year at all I just did. the insight and the 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 willingness to not take himself so seriously but also still be true to who he is and what we know Nick Saban to be in his program um is massive. Like I, I think that is just such a testament to how amazing he is and how much college football will miss him when he is not coaching. I don't think he'll leave. I think we're gonna see broadcaster Nick. I feel like for sure. Um, I we hope still so. do usually when he's not around during the semifinals. But um, but 
um yeah it's it's sad and i think it is going to come to an end at some point but i don't think we're i don't think we're there yet and i think uh i don't think so either i think it's smart too of you know terry and i'm sure Kristen and everybody who gets these sort of questions in their family to sort of be like you know we're not gonna we're not gonna yeah, go no, with it you know there's, there's just no nothing. need to answer it's yeah it's... we've answered it a lot over the years and like there's just no need to even deny that like it's going to come to an end soonish, but I don't think it's imminent at all. I don't think so either. I think obviously they still have a really good team. Um, yeah. And, and by the way, we were talking before, you know, they had, I think nine players enter the transfer portal, uh, including their setter, which I will just leave that comment there. Don't need to, to talk about it, but uh, just, you know, he, buddy, uh, it, probably time for a little zip code change. Um, <laughs> understandably, look, it's tough. It's a brutal job. I would not want to do it, but it's time. Uh, so they had nine players enter the portal. We are going to hit on the portal soonish. We are going to yeah. do like a comprehensive who's where. Julian Fleming, the Ohio State receiver, uh, went to Penn State, committed today. It's a big commitment. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, we want to talk about all this. We want to talk about all these things in one place, and we will do that. Um, so yeah, we will have a transfer podcast after. It's so the, fucking the hard, man. There's just so much content. Um, there is, but let's talk championship. Yes, Michigan versus uh, I almost said Alabama. Michigan versus Washington. The point spread is four and a half. You know this, so mm-hmm. you didn't have to do guess yes. the point spread. And the total is 55 and a half. Michigan is minus 185 money line. Uh, Washington plus 154. Now, we didn't really lean. We leaned into Washington almost like blowing off their foot with their own shotgun. We didn't really get to lean into Michael Penix doing. I I have seen him do some crazy shit. These throws, in terms of accuracy, and um, where the ball placement... The offensive line play, um, wow, wow. I, I mean, Texas could not get to the passer, and Paddock's, even when he was under pressure, was uh, a magician. It was okay. one of the greatest quarterbacking performances I've ever seen, um, and obviously he's got wep- weapons, and he's got a great OC, and they know how to use him, et cetera, et cetera. It's an awesome test. To see now this go up against a defensive line that's going to create more havoc. Texas is good, but where Texas has really not been very good is the secondary. And Texas D-line was great, but they were fucking out of gas and putting all sorts of new bodies in. Yeah, And so you have like good on good, right? And you have contrasting styles. So I just stylistically, I love this football game. I, I don't even like forget about side. I just love this football game. Because I'm really curious to see how Michigan does what Texas could not, which is make Penix uncomfortable. Absolutely. I think that's going to be the key to them winning. Like, you have to get to him. It's kind of like, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but it's kind of like playing the Ravens, where, like, you have to get to Lamar, or, like, you're just, you have no chance. Like, they're going to score theirs. And, like, this Washington offense was the Washington offense that we saw very early on in the season. And it's also a team that beat Oregon twice, which is very hard to do. And so I have all the confidence in the world that this is not going to be like the the um, national championship from last year. God, I hope. Not. Um, 
it's not. I I really believe that it's not. And I think, um, especially seeing Washington play against Alabama, I think that's going to be such good tape for Washington because I think before, obviously, they don't they don't have they didn't have that many challenges. Okay, let's be real. I know they they were saying that in the post game interview, like, oh, we nobody said we played anybody. Well, you guys had an easier schedule for sure, but um. Yeah, I I'm still like I'm I'm probably gonna bet on Washington. It's an emotional pick. Pac-12 going out with the title. Like I want it so bad. Big Ten does not get to claim them yet. All right, not time. No, it's not um, time. We can't do that. I'm ready. It's though. not. And I it's it is gonna be a tough matchup for Washington for sure. Um, defensively, I'm a little nervous um, because when. Like quorum gets going, that's kind of a hard. Well, thing that, to stop that's kind of well. be the strategy, right? Is is ball control? Washington was incredible in terms of ball control, um, while also having big big plays. Yeah, it was it the third quarter? They had it for like twelve minutes. Um, yeah. So well, like and the Alabama uh, Michigan game was just like a turnover city. No, and, also and Michigan special teams. Holy smokes! That guy. Who was that punt returner? That guy looked like... I I can't blame him, by the way. I've not seen a man shit his pants on television before. That poor bastard, I felt so bad. Like, before he caught it, you're like, oh no. This guy... That is probably one of the scariest almost plays in all of college football. Like, that could have been... Oh, but I I guess if you're you're Michigan, by the way... Yeah, special teams, not great. That's a good point. Figure it out. Figure, figure, it, it, figure out. it out. But you're like, Blake Corum should carry the ball 32 times, and we're going to bleed this clock, and we're going to murder ball yep. you to death. That yeah. needs to be the Harbaugh strategy. And, and then when, he's not, when he's not carrying it, we're going to do cross patterns, and we want seven-minute uh, drives, and we're going to keep that dude Pettix on the sideline. That That's your strategy. I strategy. guess it has to be. Exactly. Yeah, um, no, completely. Um, it's, I, it's going to be a good game. I'm very excited about it, but I am definitely going to bet Washington just because one value and two, like why not? Like why not? I, I, also like a lot of people. The Penix Heisman conversation has kicked up in earnest again, which is a little annoyed, uh, for me, because like. Okay, are we not watching Washington? First of all, are we not? And we're probably not because there's nine hundred no. Heisman voters. team, and but it's why are late. we doing this thing? Like Jane Daniels was incredible. We could be at yeah. peace with our decision. His season was a complete season. Penix like, had games where he yeah, struggled. Pen- you know, struggled. There, it's it's yeah. Also, by the way, one of the other things that'll be very interesting. Like you and I have talked about this down the stretch. Washington played some weird games. Washington State. And, Stanford, like every game felt like it was weird. Okay. Um, Arizona State and Penix at times looked like really out of sorts. Okay. Like there was no reason to be out of sorts in this game. But if Michigan gets to him, right, and makes him uncomfortable, which he did not have to deal with at all, like what version of him do we see? Well, like, the thing with Washington is, is like I said this before, they play up or down to who they're playing against. Like that always was the case. Like in big games, they showed up. They did what they needed to do. Like, they played up or down to their opponent. And I feel like in the Texas game, that was the first time that they had a level opponent that they kind of put their foot on the gas. Obviously, the last 
minute of that game was just terrible. But they did put their foot on the gas and kept going. And that was the part that I was like, okay, I feel like they have gotten a lot, of, a decent amount of people back from injury that they had um, prior to playoff time. Um, and obviously they're suffering from another major injury and we don't know the status in a week is not enough to get you back. But like the month that they kind of had before, the couple weeks leading before got them fully healthy. Um, there was questions if Penix was fully healthy. Like there's just a lot. And so I think at this point in time, this Washington team is fully prepared for this. And also they're very, very well coached. I cannot say enough that like OC head coach, like that part. OC and head coach wise, like you, you, those guys could have been taken anywhere, you know, and, and it's such a, the, the guys that have come back that were NFL eligible to come back and play like the story writes itself here. Um, So I'm, I'm very much team Washington. And I know that sounds very like anti-Michigan, but I'm also very excited to see how this Michigan team plays against Washington. So and also shout out the Pac-12, really. I um, after dark. I like Michigan, but I'll say this: I've I have been fortunate enough. I picked Georgia a few years ago. I don't think I was right last year. Um, I picked <laughs> Michigan, which they were one of the favorites. When you have a when you have a pick of like this is what I think is going to happen. To be quite honest, it's hard to deviate from that. Yeah, obviously like, you want but, well, not only the betting part, but just the being right part. But to be right, that's what I mean. I'm being fully transparent. Like I want to be right. Yeah. Like so I why? Be I mean, right. I talked about Washington being the number one team in the country during the middle of the season. I, I, so like, there's a stubbornness. We that both want to be right here. We both want to be right, and that should be okay too, right? But I want to admit that like, I and I just, I I just, even still, and I love Penix. I bet him to win the Heisman. I love Washington. We we all do. There is a shred of doubt that when they put these two teams on the field, the, the athlete it, it, Texas does not have this athlete yet. I saw a lot of people. Oh, look what they did to Texas! Like, let's be real. Texas has not built a roster like Michigan's, or Alabama's, no. or Georgia's. They've got some really no. good individual players, but you saw the D line in the secondary. They don't have a surplus of dudes yet, and and yeah, people who I follow who cover Texas were like, yeah, the secondary has been an issue. Sark's got to fix it. Like, yeah, Michigan has dudes. This is probably the best secondary in college football. One of the best. The D line oh. is, is a bunch of monsters. Like this is not a TCU Georgia situation by any means. That's not no. like the different athlete, but you do wonder what it will look like. And that's what I'm, I'm really curious with is how do they stack up up front? Because yeah. well, we'll, Washington we'll see. has not seen something like this just just yet. We will see a Pac-12 versus versus uh, Big Ten. How fucking sad is one. it, by the way, that the Pac-12 is in this game is gone and is dying? You see that the the, uh, the commissioner of the Pac-12 after yeah, the you know he the needs to semifinal the he said he was like you know if if schools would have had like a bit more patience like buddy patience out the window with Larry Scott we've been patient you he, guys were months delayed on delivering something you he, promised you specifically not bragged, somebody else no he bragged about this tv deal for a yep. year that never came like like and i get it i'm not saying that's easy but don't, it's not but don't, don't promise these things shit. and if you're and don't blame the schools for the fact that this has been a 
horrible, horrible mishap of these universities also had to think of the fact that they were going to be left behind in the sport if they didn't do something. They had to take matters into their own hands. So for him to sit there and say that and take away from Washington's moment instead of just saying, yeah, it's sad that this is, you know, the last hurrah for this idea of the Pac-12 really made me mad because it was like, I agree. you are equally as guilty of not producing and these teams, these schools were so patient, so patient to yeah. get a this deal is... in order, a TV deal. But after a while, you are doing a disservice to the student athletes, which it's supposed to be about. But actually, it's not. It would have but just been more money for Could... you. And that's why you're upset about this and saying the things you're saying. Could you imagine right now if the Pac-12, if this was the negotiating period and it was a stable world and the contracts, like this was the renegotiation period right now. Oh, if this was the last pa- year, the, the Pac-12 season? would be, it would it would be so different. It would be so yep. different, and you could have saved it without USC and UCLA. Yep, you you had plenty of horses there to make a really compelling conference. You add a couple of pieces. Yeah, you lose the, a lot. You lose the you, two you best lose. teams in the in the conference. Yeah, they're going to be good. Did, for, had not like, left. It, I know it, brand wise, but still, Oregon huge brand. No offense to Washington, but because they're still a big brand too, but. UCLA and USC big loss obviously I, but you you could have saved it you're right if this if we were in the like cur- we had this current season and it was last year when everything was kind of going crazy this would have been completely different for the Pac-12 not only that but my Big Ten feels like this is a good stock buying period by the way for the Big Ten um good grace I'm just saying um all right so we have a title game you and I were supposed to go to this title game. Uh, we are not going. Um, because, we have got to get healthy. Because physically we are not there, which makes me really sad. Um, yes. But I can't imagine sitting next to me. For anybody on YouTube, I have been muting for a good chunk of this episode, <laughs> coughing. And, um, and like, if you're listening, you're like, wow, this yeah. guy, he's not sitting. No, it's been, it's been bad. So yeah. we need to get um, healthy. We are really, really sad because one, um, this is our favorite time of year to get together. We obviously this year have had the opportunity, I guess technically last year, have had the opportunity to get together in person more often because of um, the playoff show in New York. But feels like that was um, six months this ago. Is, this is our favorite time of year and our favorite experience because you also get to see people you don't see all year that you you know exchange tweets with, all kinds of things. Oh, it sucks. Um, it, it's a real bummer for us, and you you know that we're down bad if we're giving up the, the national oh, championship. I... But both of us were like, we need to get healthy because... And also traveling, it takes a toll on you, and we know this because we were traveling back and forth I... to New York quite a bit. I can't imagine sitting on an airplane next to me right now. I mean, in general, but but especially right now. Um, yeah. So, no, but it, I am still looking forward to this. And then it's done by the way. And I don't know if that, because it's been such a weird few weeks, I don't know if that reality is fully set in yet for me, that it's actually over. And normally it is. Normally by now it's like, I don't want to say I'm ready, but normally I'm like, I, I'm at peace with it. I am not at peace with it this year. It still feels like there's season left for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be really difficult to accept that. Yeah, it is going to be hard. I, I feel the same. 
despite the fact that we had like much more going on during this season. Oh my god, yeah. I was so exhausted last season and I don't know what has been keeping me going this season, especially with being sick. Um but there's just something about this that feels like it's just too soon and too quick. And it's also because we're so used to having a little bit more time yes. after the semis and getting to national championship, just the way the schedule worked out this year. It's like a week apart. And like, yes, it is the following week usually, but travel, it just, it's so different than what we are, are used to. Um, and so I, I feel a little bit rushed into the end of the season. And I think our, our next pod reacting to the national championship will be kind of a, a sad one that it's over. Um, all right. So random shit. What random yes. shit do you have? Do you have random shit? No. I mean, I got a new TV for Christmas that I'm so excited to use that. And I feel like you would be proud that I'm excited about a television. Um, so that is that. I am, I am other, excited. I got a new couch that, in my basement. Um, oh, see? It, it, like... My basement right now, I've leveled up because um, we did buy a new TV. Um, I, am, I am contemplating. So this is a potential next season move. Okay. So right now I have a what is it, 75, 80 in the middle. And then uh, I think it's a 37, 37 on each side. It might be a 42. You're so ridiculous. So what I'm, what I'm contemplating, because we put in this new TV in the middle, and it's a little bit lower. It's good, actually. Good lower. I can probably get two more 37s on top of the other 37s. So I could go 75, 37, 37, 37, 37. You have so five TVs. Five TVs. I am debating this. Um, I like it. I say go for it. I think I think this is going to be next fall. Um, I was talking about this with neighbor Jason, and I'm, I'm envisioning it, and I'm like, yeah, if this is done right, this could be fucking, this could be badass. Now, there are so few times throughout a year where you need five TVs, right? There's actually not, because I use I use four plus a computer or an iPad during the regular season on Saturdays. But outside of that... Oh, yes, yes. Outside of, like, like football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there's no real reason. Besides, like, like... Like March Madness would be amazing. Like, it would be, oh, an, yeah. it would be an incredible March Madness. Besides game. major sporting events. So you I'm, really... I'm, I'm thinking about leveling up yet again. You um, could put like telecast other casts on and just switch sound, but I think the big thing is is that it sounds like we're going to need to do a live watch along next oh, year in your basement. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it's it's that sounds I've like got, a page is coming to the Kramer household. Games. I've got Golden D. I, I mean, like it's kids, Caitlin it's, and all. I oh, think yeah. everybody's no, no. going to need to be in it. There, you know, it's the only uh, basement man cave. I'll use that very outdated and piggish term that. <laughs> Has this setup, two arcade games, a tumbling mat for my daughters, and is littered with Nerf bullets. It is a a stew of people trying to live their best life, and me, a small piece of it. Um, so I am, uh, yes, I am leveling up, and I think I'm like, you know, like the new strength coach comes in and is like, all right, we're gonna get stronger. Our endurance, that's like me with my yep. TVs, like. All right, it's time to get stronger. Yeah, we try and level up every college football season, and I feel like, in normal no puns allowed form, we do in some aspects and other aspects we are still as chaotic as ever. Which wouldn't be us if it wasn't, you know? It's very true. So, um, so yes, we have a championship game on Monday. We have a pod next week. We will recap all of that. Yep. Um, and we got to like start talking about 
like, fuck, like everything else. I know. I know. Crazy. Crazy. It's nuts. So, um, anything else before we leave? So your official pick, Washington? Yep. My official pick is Michigan, of course. Michigan. So we're we're going against each other. We're going against each other in true no punts fashion. We'll break it all down next week. We hope everybody stay healthier than us and enjoy yes. the game. And we will talk to you guys soon. <laughs>